0: Jennifer Aniston, John Legend, and Ariana Grande. They're just some of the big names that Melissa Basilar has had the honor of helping in their search for a furry best friend. Today, we'll give you the scoop on how celebrity pet adoptions work. Welcome to The Long Leash, I'm James Jacobson. Based in Hollywood, Melissa Basilar, AKA the celebrity pet matchmaker, has focused her career on rescuing, rehabilitating, and finding forever homes for dogs experiencing homelessness. In fact, since March, 2020, Wagmore Pets has rescued and rehomed more than two and a half thousand dogs. Some of them have ended up with A-list animal lovers. Melissa's client roster may be prestigious, But at the center of all of it are people like you and me just looking for a pooch to love and to care for and to become a part of the family. Of course, being a celebrity and adopting a dog isn't as straightforward as it sounds. And in this conversation, Melissa not only shares some of the -the behind-the-scenes stories of bringing these big stars together with their rescue dogs, but also how a chance meeting with Ellen DeGeneres changed Wagmore Pets forever. Melissa Basilar, thanks for being with us today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: So you are in the heart of La La Land, right?
1: That is true. I am.
0: And as someone who spends a lot of time helping rescue uh, dogs and connect them with their forever homes, you have the unique advantage of being able to place some of those dogs in celebrity homes, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's because of where we're located. It's because, you know, I've lived in studio city for 18 years. Now my kids go to school with celebrities, kids. Um, our first dog hotel that we opened is literally three feet away from CBS Radford (laughs) where big bang theory and CSI and all these, the talk, like all these big shows are filmed every day. Um, So, you know, celebrities just are in and out of our location constantly.
0: So who are some of the celebrities who you've helped home dogs with?
1: Gosh. some um, name dropping here? I'm going to totally name drop. Um, Ariana Grande, Sarah Hyland, Jennifer Aniston, Chrissy Teigen and John Legend, Kris Jenner. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting a million people. Uh, Sandra Bullock.
0: And so, Ellen, Ellen, <laughs> Ellen, and Portia.
1: Of course, I can't forget them.
0: <laughs> so, we, well, yeah. Let's talk. Let's just pull one at random. We'll start with Ellen and Portia because they've exactly. been in the news a little bit this year. Uh yeah. Tell me about your interactions with them, and, and and you
1: know, I always say, and and when they were in the news, I I put out there that my experiences with them have been just so beyond amazing mm-hmm. these are two women that first of all could obviously buy any dog that they wanted right and portia is a huge fan of a purebred dog she races horses or not races horses but she rides horses and has retired olympic racehorses like on in her on her property so she's really into animals and pure breed dogs and just gorgeous animals and um the way I met them is my son went to school with Sandra Bullock's daughter, and when Sandy was looking for a dog, she knew I did rescue. I look at Sandy. <laughs> she knew I did rescue, so she kind of texted me, and she's like, listen, like my whole life, I've just wanted the dog that was the underdog, and I've picked these chihuahuas that no one wanted with like three legs or one eye, and she said, now I have these these two children who are my whole world, and they are allergic to dogs. <laughs> So they want dogs, but I really have to be careful and I have to make sure that I get a purebred poodle, but I would never, ever buy one and I don't love like that white fluffy poodle with like the socks and you know, the poodle cut. And she's like, I would love to travel with a dog. So I would like them to be under 10 pounds. And she had all these, these things that she needed. And I'm like, okay, okay. And she's like, so I'm in no rush. Like I, I'm here. And when you find this perfect dog, like we'll do it. And I said, okay. So I started texting her different dogs and she happened to be on Ellen. When I was texting her these adorable pictures um of this, this, Poodly mix. We weren't really sure what she was. But I was pretty sure she would be hypo. And so she was like, Oh my God, I love this dog. And she showed Ellen. And Ellen's like, Who's this dog? What is up with this dog? Where is this dog? What is this place? And and Ellen sort of put me on her radar. Sandy did not end up adopting that particular dog because her kids were allergic. They came and met the dog and they were really devastated. Um, but Ellen found a home for the dog. Now I still had never talked to Ellen. She just had a friend who was looking and kind of connected us. And um, then <laughs> a couple months later, I get a phone call and it's Ellen. And she's like, hi, I'm uh, I'm Ellen. And, you know, uh, Portia really wants another dog. And I, I almost passed out because obviously this woman is exactly who she says he, she is because I could recognize her voice. And, you know, she's this huge celebrity and she's just like, I'm Ellen. And I'm like, okay, what? And she said, I... I've been following your rescue and I, Portia wants a dog, but she has to have a purebred poodle. And she she really likes standards. We had a standard and like they they also had some things that needed to happen because they have three dogs and they have cats and to fit a dog into a pack is a big deal, you know? And I also feel like what people don't understand about celebrities, cause they're always like, oh, well the celebrity of course got the dog that they wanted. You know, there's a lot of pressure when a celebrity wants a dog and they're going to be posting about this dog, just like we all post about our lives and put us ourselves out on social media. They are going to be scrutinized. They're going to be talked about. And God forbid this dog does not work out in their family, which by the way, happens to people all the time, like regular people. This it, it happens. Sometimes a dog does not fit into your life, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have the ability to just be like, you know what, I don't want this dog anymore. They have to kind of make it work.
0: Right. You know? It's bad so, it's bad press. It's there's enough pressure yeah, to yeah. make an adoption successful, but the extra media attention if it's not successful would
1: yes, be bad. It's it's bad. And then, you know, they're they're all such advocates for rescue. They don't want people to think, well, Gosh, Ellen couldn't even figure out how to keep a rescue dog. I don't need to figure out how to keep a rescue dog. You know, they don't want to do that. They want to advocate for for rescue, and they want to advocate for these beings. So anyway, it was this, this funny thing, and, and she's like, you know, if we could find a standard poodle. And I had been doing that a lot. At that point, we were doing mostly, like, we had the two dog hotels, and we were – sort of helping clients and, and different people find dogs that were right for them. And I was working with a lot of other 501c3s to, to find appropriate dogs for people, not just celebrities, like just people. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of just pet matchmaking as opposed to just having my own 501c3 at that point. So I went out and I went on all these poodle groups and I just started like putting the word out there. I have this great client and she's looking for a standard and Prefers somebody young, maybe a puppy, whatever, all these things that they wanted. And I get a phone call, and this guy's like, wow, I, you know, I have two standards, and I got them from my uncle, and I'm getting kicked out of my house. And he sends me this picture of this pathetic little chocolate puppy that was so thin in a backyard and just like just horrible, like just look terrible. So I send the picture to Ellen. I'm like, well, there's this puppy. And, um, her and Portia call me, they were on their way to dinner or something. And, um, she's like, you're on speaker. And Portia's like, well, how do you know it's a purebred? And like, I want to rescue, but like, I just, you know, like we don't, it's not like we have a million dogs and I just, this is what I want. And I said, well, I don't know. Let me ask them. And I said, well, where did you get these dogs? And he goes, oh, well, my uncle has the parents and a couple of the other siblings. And like, we just really don't want them. And he sends me a photo of the parents of this dog. And two standard poodles, like 90 pounds each, are shoved in a tiny little cage. Mm. And I'm like, oh my God. And so I sent it to Ellen and Ellen goes, What is that? Why are they what why are they in that cage? I go, I don't know. And so I I text him back and I said, Well, I would I could help you with all of them. And he goes, You'll take all of them. And I said, We'll take all of them. And I remember it was right around Thanksgiving and the dog hotel was so busy, like just packed. And I call my staff and I'm like, we're getting 10 standard poodles. We need a huge area. We we have a mom and a dad and eight puppy. And they're like, are you kidding? And I'm like, I'm not kidding. Like, let's just make it happen. So they're like, you know, ready to kill me. We we do it. We find this big area for them. We, I, me and my husband go to like the middle of the desert in Lancaster or something. And my husband's like, there's a prison there. Like, where are we? I'm like, I don't know. And we get these dogs. And they smell and they're just like have dreadlocks hanging from them. And the puppies are so skinny, like painfully skinny. And we put them on the car and we drive back and um, we, we, we get these dogs, you know, and we put them in the dog hotel. And Ellen, I call them and I said, okay, we have the dogs. And she, and Portia comes and she she comes to the dog hotel and they're in this room and, you know, there's 10 of them. So they're like peeing and, you know, there's 10 dogs in this one room. <laughs> And Portia lays right on the floor with them in her like beautiful silk pants. I mean, I'll never forget. I'm just like looking at her and I'm like, oh my I'm in like sweatpants. I'm like, oh my God. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so in love. And she's like, they are beautiful. And I just, I think this is the one and I don't know. And she's like, let me call my wife. So she's calling her wife and her wife's filming. Ellen's filming and she's like, why is she not calling me back? And Porsche had a friend with her and her friend's like, well, she's probably like in the middle of filming a show. (laughs) And she's like, this is important. This is our child. (laughs) Stop stop the production. Yeah, Yeah. She's like, what? So finally Ellen's like, okay, I, I don't think this is far from Warner Brothers. And she's like, no, it's like a 10 minute drive. She's like, I will be right there. So Ellen comes in. My staff is like freaking out at this point, you know, and I'm like, guys, chill, no phones, no cameras. That is my thing. Like, you know, we we deal with a lot of celebrities but we you you know you have to give them their privacy because this is their decision and like i said it's i almost feel like it's a bigger decision for them because not only is there the the whole thing of getting a dog and putting a dog into your house which is already a huge decision to make and it's going to change the dynamic of your family but then there's also the fact of all of these people are going to be judging you and watching you and making you know if you can't keep the dog, God forbid, like you're the worst person ever. So she comes in and she was really like nervous about it and, and bringing another dog into the house and much more than Portia. Portia was like ready to like put two under her arm and, and leave and Ellen's like, no, we have to think about this. Like, I don't know. And um, they met the mom and dad and, and you know, they, they spent some time with them and they left. They didn't take a puppy. So Ellen calls and she says, okay, we've talked about it. We want this dog, we're like in love. And can you bring the dog to my house tomorrow? And I said, sure. So um, I get this little puppy. And I'm telling you, the puppy did not look good at this point. The puppy was so skinny and just really a mess, you know? And I, I bring the puppy over and they just decided to keep this puppy. And I, I told her, I said, look, I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to put pictures up about this. I said, if you guys want to do that, that's like totally on you. I said, but I really want to respect your privacy. And she was like, good, because I'm, I'm going to change your life. That's what she said to me. And I was like, what? She goes, I'm going to, I'm just, I hope you're ready because I'm going to change your life. And I really didn't understand at that moment what she meant. But here we are almost two years later. And I totally understand. She, this was, a, I believe, a Friday. Her monologue on her show on Monday was about Wagmore and was about this poodle puppy that she adopted and um it was just like overnight we went from a couple dogs being adopted here and there to people like flying (laughs) out of the woodwork like we need a dog from wagmore um and i was like okay because you know we have a dog hotel like we have a few dogs up for adoption but you know we don't really have like huge amounts of dogs and ellen just wanted to help and she's like, I, I love what you do. I love how you do it. I love that you're not like judgmental and, and you don't like you're not specific with breed and you, you just kinda help people find matches. And
0: And she said she that said, in her monologue.
1: You no, know, to me. Like she was telling okay. me she's like, that's what we we appreciate about you. In her monologue, she just talked about us and she talked about Wally and she talked about like I think I'm trying to remember because she she did several Um, monologues about us but in that one I feel like she said you could just drive right up to their hotel and it's like drive through and get a dog you know like it was super (laughs) funny um and then from that point she said you know I want to feature a few of your dogs every week and she started doing that and it really made me realize that I I I could house more dogs and I should because if we can find them homes like let's do it so I started taking in more dogs and I reopened a 501c3 and that litter I believe it was that litter she started telling her friends about so that's when Chrissy Teigen and Chris Jenner Maya Rudolph um all so these are
0: all of these were adopted from that from that poodle family of 10. from
1: that poodle family yes wow. and so. they called and they were just like you know Ellen told us about these poodles and whatever. And I'm like, okay. So they flew out the door, obviously, even the parents. Um, And then, you know, we just started taking in more dogs. And by the next year, when the pandemic hit and the hotels just became pretty empty. And at that point, you know, we, we had celebrity clients that used the hotels, a lot of them. And they had adopted from us, but, um, you know, it it was, it was just because they were in there and they would see these dogs in the window and they knew that they needed homes. And so they would adopt here and there. But when the pandemic hit, we decided, I decided I was like, well, I have two hotels (laughs) that are empty basically. And I have staff for them 24 hours a day. And either I can like, clothes and just wait it out like a lot of people did or we are considered essential because we have living creatures that we have Mm -hmm. to take care of we could stay open and just try to help as many dogs as we can and i i truly truly on march 15th of 2020 did not think That this was gonna continue, you know. Like I don't think the rest of the world did either. I think we all kind of thought, oh, a couple weeks, a month, and and we'll Mm. go back to normal. We'll be
0: fine by the summer.
1: We'll be fine. Yeah. And we kept going. And it was like we really have the capacity and the ability to help a lot of dogs. And people were lining up at like 4 a.m. to adopt dogs from us. They just the adoption rate was so way up. Um, so we really started taking in a ton of dogs and it, we had celebrities starting to text me or, or find us on Instagram and kind of say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Most of the time with celebrities, it's very specific. Um, and they'll kind of DM or, or get my number from somebody and call me or, or email me. And they'll say, hey, this is what I'm looking for. Like, if you can keep your eyes open and let me know.
0: When we return, the celebrity snowball continues when an unexpected phone call comes from a very special friend and we find out what celebrities are looking for in a rescue dog. We'll be right back after this. And now, a message from your dog.
2: Every day with you is like a day at the beach. And I want as many beach days as possible. I want to run and sniff and find a good stick to carry. I want to roll in the grass and warm my belly in the sun. I want to walk with you, run with you, sleep with you, eat with you. And when I eat with you, I want ever, pup. The green grassy beef liver spiked smell wakes my senses. You may not realize this, but it tastes like homemade gravy, especially when you wet it. It infuses any food you give me with health, and life, and vibrancy. I can feel it, pup traveling to every cell in my body, nourishing each one. Does it roll back time? Of course not, not really, but it helps me feel like I'm on top of the world. I'm so glad you're giving it to me every day, because every day I'm so glad to be with you. I'm so grateful to be your dog. And for the EverPup you give me.
0: So now that you know what your dog wants, get EverPup, the ultimate dog supplement. Everpup is available in select pet shops and on Amazon. But to get the best price possible, join the Everpup Club at EverpupClub.com, where you'll get your first jar for just $8 with free shipping anywhere in the US. Go to EverpupClub.com and use the discount code DPN. That is everpupclub.com. Everpup every day. We're back with Melissa Bassilar. AKA the celebrity pet matchmaker who helps find rescue dogs their forever homes. Ellen really helped launch Wagmore Pets as the place to go to for the big name stars. Who else did she have a hand in connecting you with?
1: I was in Target with my kids and my phone rings and it was an unknown number and I pick it up and there's this voice. Hi, this is Jennifer Aniston and Ellen gave me your number. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm like, hi. And hi. she's like, I, I'm thinking about getting a third dog and has to be super specific because her dogs are, are very picky with other animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I worked with Jen for about a year until we found Chesterfield. And
0: so what are the kinds of things that Jen, 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 Aniston was looking for Jennifer to me, but um, in, in, a, in a dog?
1: Well, you know her. She loves dogs. She loves all kinds of dogs. The two dogs that she had when I when she was calling me were Clyde, who's this funny like terrier but big and long, so he's like a basset terrier or something. And she has Sophie, which is a pit bull mix. And you know her biggest thing, honestly, was that they got along with her other two dogs like that was her main concern
0: how did you know clyde and sophie did she say come on over and i want you to meet my other dog"? so you get to she came to
1: me first and looked at dogs and then i did start bringing dogs to her house and you know having little play dates with them Mm. and she loves golden retrievers and her first dog who has passed away was a white shepherd so i knew that those two breeds were kind of like what she liked to look at, you know, like goldens and white shepherds. And then she fell in love with a Labradoodle that we randomly got. Um, But it just, it was not the right energy for her two dogs. It just wasn't. So she eventually landed on a great Pyrenees mix. um, Who's the guy that's, you know, on her Instagram now and all her, her pictures, but it took a long time to find the right match and I was actually really surprised she went with a puppy because she didn't want the energy to like annoy her other two dogs and they're, they're older they're not young dogs but it worked out perfectly and she has worked really hard to get the three of them to kind of be a family and it wasn't easy but she did it and now but, they're living together in perfect harmony so that's
0: cool walk, walk us through one of these auditions so you you bring a dog before you got checked <laughs> you bring a dog you say i think this is the right dog jen can i come over and let's arrange a play date
1: yeah so i would basically with her you know everybody's different but with her right. I would kind of text a photo, mm-hmm. and she'd be like, "Oh my gosh, I love." And she loves every dog, so right. don't get me wrong; it wasn't it's not like-, like
0: you're not you're taking the best photos, right? Yeah, are, are like-
1: yeah. Like it wasn't like I would text her dog, and she'd be like, "Oh no, that one's ugly." No, she loved every <laughs> single one. Right. So usually, um, I would text her a picture, and she would kind of be like, "Wow, that dog's really cute," and I think that might be the one. And let me let me come and meet them. So she would always come to me first. So mm-hmm. she would usually bring um, a friend. And her and her friend Amanda came many, many times, Amanda Inca, um, and they would come and they would play with the dogs and they would just fall in love. And then if she thought it was the right fit, then she would be like, all right, why don't you bring the dog over on this day? And a couple of them we brought over a couple of times um, and Chesterfield was the first one she let do a sleepover. That's how I knew. I, I kind of had a feeling once he made it to a sleepover, that was going to be... The one,
2: you
0: know, big deal when Jen (laughs) Aniston invites you to sleep over. Totally,
1: totally. So um, that was kind of how it went with, with Chesterfield. And she was like, I just, you know, she was scared to to commit because Mm -hmm. again, first of all, she is the type of person that no matter what would have happened once she said that this dog was hers, this dog would have just stayed with her forever, you Mm -hmm. know, so it, it has to be the right fit. And I totally understand that and that pressure. So, um, because we have people return dogs. I mean, people will get a dog. We've had people return dogs in 12 hours. So, you know, it happens. It's just, it can't happen for celebrities because people are watching them and they know that. And it's really... a higher level of scrutiny. Yes, yes. Uh, And it's like, you know, they're like not allowed to have normal human things happen. (laughs) They have to be above that, you know? So it's really hard for them to, to decide and make that commitment. Um, But that was Jen and Chesterfield. Uh, Lucy Hale recently adopted a dog and she's been looking for about a year with us. Um, And she finally got this cute little multi poo that she's obsessed with. I'm trying to think we have a couple that people don't know about yet. um, That, have taken dogs over the past couple of days. Like I could give you one. I could give you one
0: because
1: okay. um, I know she. She's this is a scoop okay with for it. dog podcast. A scoop. Um, Brittany Snow and her husband came in and adopted a dog last week, and they've been looking for a little while. her Her dog recently passed away, and she's just been completely devastated. And they came three or four times and looked, and finally fell in love with a little puppy. Um, you know, so it's often it's often that people come in and fall in love. And I think it's just because of the level of trust they have for us, because we never put pressure on people. We never announce things unless it's okay with them. And, and, you know, we're, we're respectful about that. And we ask, um, yeah. I mean, I think that's what what's, it comes down to.
0: What's the strangest request you've had from a celebrity in terms of a wish list?
1: I mean, <laughs> Sandra Bullock definitely was the funniest because she was like, okay, Melissa, I need, you know, a poodle, but I don't like the way poodles look. So if like they're a little messed up, like missing a leg or an eye, I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> so like, it was my joke. I was like, all right, so basically you want me to get, get a poodle I'm like put them in the back and let my kid give them a haircut or something. And she's like, yes, yes. You know, she's like, we just don't like that, like, perfect, cute poodle. Can't be poodle. coiffed. Yeah. Yes, totally. And, um, you know, it was like, so kind of weird looking, definitely not a white poodle, has to be, like, red or gray or black or something. She's, like, under 10 pounds, good with kids, easy to travel with. Like, it was the, – the list was so long. And I was like, so you want a unicorn? And she's like, yeah. I want a unicorn. So – that one was was probably like the craziest um just because it was so long <laughs> i can't announce the newest one yet because it's not like 100 confirmed because they're trying to convince their husband but <laughs> she she came in the other day a celebrity of of an extremely well-known tv show like like even my mom knew who she was, which is a big deal. Because uh, my mom knows wow. nobody, you know? Um, and this woman came in with her, her kids and she we just rescued forty one dogs from Asia and they all were from the meat market and they're all poodles. They're all these poodles, which we you know, we we don't it seems like we get a lot of poodles, but we really don't. It's very once in a while, and to have forty one of them was like a big deal. And so she pulled in and she's like, I really We had a poodle that passed away and like, it's not the right time because we're going away for the whole summer, but like, I really want, this is the one she showed me the picture from my Instagram page. And I said, well, here's the deal. That one has a very hurt back leg that we didn't know about until Monday when the vets came and probably is going to have her leg amputated and like her teeth are all abscessed and she needs like every tooth pulled. And she's like, I love that. She goes, she needs me more than the cute two-year-old mm-hmm. one over there that needs nothing. She goes, I love that she needs me. Mm. And um, she said, let me see what I could do. And so right now we had the dog scheduled for surgery. And she, this this particular celebrity, which we will talk about eventually, but just not today, um, asked if she could bring the dog to her specialist. And she's really just going above and beyond. And it's because she wants to help this underdog. I have found that, like 99% of the celebrities that come in and want to work with us know that they can really make a difference in these dogs' lives and want to do that, and that's why they're rescuing. Because let's face it, if you're a celebrity and you want a poodle, you can make one phone call and get a poodle. Any poodle you want. I mean, you know, I'm sure any breeder, any, like, whatever, is going to be like, oh, okay, and they're going to want to sell you a dog, right? Mm -hmm. Um, but they want to adopt. They want to make a difference. They want the world to see that you can get a poodle or you can get whatever kind of dog you want in rescue. I think
0: they want to leverage their celebrity in a way to make a difference and set an example.
1: It's very important to them. It really is. It really is. And it's a beautiful thing. Um, because again, you know, Jennifer Aniston, she could have went and, and bought a dog. Right. No problem but she didn't want to do that and she waited I mean it was it was at least a year with me that she was looking for the right fit These celebrity adoptions help us fund other things not just because the celebrities are donating donating which they all do but because them shedding light onto what we do makes other people want to help and be part of of this mission that we have
0: It's a win-win. For, for everyone, and, yeah. uh, especially for the dogs. For the dogs, so, yeah. As you, as you look back on your career, because you started as an actress, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. Where are you from? You're from the East Coast, New Jersey. I'm
1: from New Jersey. I grew New up. Jersey. I was born and raised in Jersey.
0: And you came to L.A. to become a star.
1: Uh-huh. Right?
0: Something like that. And so as you look back on your career, what would you tell your self that came from New Jersey to go to L.A.? that she should know if you look back
1: you know it's 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 taken a long time um but just to do what makes you happy because Mm -hmm. if you would have told me if you would have told 19 year old me (laughs) that i would be doing podcasts and i would you know have like this instagram account and i would be asked to be on tv shows and all this stuff because of dog rescue i would have been like what i'm kidding you know i mean i I would have never thought that but to be honest with you the joy i get from this is so much more than the joy i ever got from auditioning and having four lines on you know some tv show or whatever Mm -hmm. um this is really what i want to do and what i like to do and what gets me out of bed every day so i think it would have just been not to think it through i like you, I think as, as human beings, we always wanna know how this is gonna happen or how we're gonna get there and we have to plan it. And I've just learned over the last 20 years not to really plan anything, like, just do. I just wake up and I do. <laughs> I don't plan, I do. And it, it, it's been working out.
2: <laughs>
0: You're in the moment just like the dogs. Just like the
1: dogs, yes. <laughs>
0: Melissa Basilar, you are a Hollywood star to so (laughs) many dogs. Thank you so much for being with us on The Long Leash.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: From humble beginnings all the way to pet rescue superstardom, Wagamore Pets and Melissa Basselar have made their mark on hundreds of dogs and dozens of celebrities, but also on the important contribution that all rescue organizations have in giving dogs a second chance and a happy life we hope you've enjoyed this episode of the long leash we'll have links to wagamore's website and instagram in our show notes which you can also find on our website at longleashshow.com If you'd like to hear more stories here at Dog Podcast Network, we have a wide selection of shows that just might tickle your dog fancy. Other than The Long Leash, we have weekly episodes of Dog Edition and Dog Cancer Answers with more shows coming very soon. You can visit our network website at dogpodcastnetwork.com to learn more and to sign up for our free newsletter. We always love to hear what listeners like you think about our shows and what input you have. And you can let us know by hitting that little blue microphone icon at the bottom of every page on our website and leave us a voice message. Whether it's feedback about our shows or stories or interviews that you'd like to hear, we are all ears. Our website again, longleashshow.com. I'd like to thank Melissa Basilar for being with us today. But most of all, I'd like to thank you for listening. I'm James Jacobson, and from all of us here at Dog Podcast Network, we wish you and your dog a very warm aloha.